You are listening to the podcast for learning the language of A Course in Miracles so you can understand the meaning, embody the message, and live the teachings as a way of life. Welcome to episode 30 of this podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Jennifer McSween, creator of this podcast, and the Course in Miracles practice coach for taking those who are studying the course from information to application. On this week's episode, I'm going to talk about what the world is from the perspective of A Course in Miracles. Because when A Course in Miracles talks about the world, it's not talking about planet Earth. The Course's perspective that the world is an illusion and therefore everything or nothing that we see, encounter, or experience in any form including our body, our psychological and emotional self, none of that is real, is one of the most polarizing ideas among spiritual and philosophical approaches, paths, and teachings. It is also among the most difficult concepts for us to grasp as core students. And what we find even more challenging is how we are to relate to the world and respond to what takes place in the world as an illusion when everything we see, encounter, and experience seems so very, very real. And I say this because although there are other spiritual paths and philosophies that speak of the world as an illusion, for example, this is common among Eastern philosophies to hear reference to the world as an illusion, they nevertheless treat and respond to the world and the things that take place in it as if they were real and had real effects. In, in other words, even though they say it's an illusion, they believe cause and effect is possible within the illusion. And they would often act in that way either by trying to avoid certain things in the world or deny certain things of the world or dismiss them or some for, so try to find some way to disso dissociate yourself from or separate yourself from the things of the world that you believe or they believe can have an effect on them in some way. Now, in A Course in Miracles thought system, though, what is seen or what it calls an illusion is not capable of causing anything nor having any effect on anything because an illusion by definition and by nature is not real. So the Course sees, treats, and responds to the world itself along with everything that seems to be in the world and that seems to take place in the world as completely unreal. This makes the Course in Miracles not only polarizing in its philosophy, as I mentioned earlier, but also unique and radically different as a spiritual teaching and as a practice. So when as Course students, we read the Course's teaching that the world is an illusion and that what is taking place in it is not real, the natural tendency is to think that we're being asked to dismiss what we're seeing in some form and or deny what we're feeling in order for us not to be affected. Because from the perspective of the world, though, again, we say, or they may say that it's an illusion or said to be an illusion, it's still considered to have very real effects. 
you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard students in my classes or, or clients in counseling or even fellow course students for that matter, in talking about something fearful, painful, or troubling, some situation or circumstance that's either taking place in their lives or maybe in the world at large. You know, for example, what we would consider a natural disaster or an earthquake that, you know, is so horrific and seems to do so much damage and take so many lives. And in talking about it, you know, you'll hear them eventually say, well, this is not real anyway. Ha, ha, ha. And knowing full well that not only do they not believe that it is not real, but that they're still deeply troubled or pained by the situation. They're still feeling affected by it or believe that, not believe, they do feel that they have been and can be affected by it. But it's when we hold the perspective that the world and what takes place in it is real, we will naturally feel victimized, vulnerable, or victimized by the things that, takes place, that take place in the world. We will believe that the way we feel is determined by or the result of what we do, what we have, and experience in the world. This is the belief underlying the idea that happiness is to be sought or pursued and found you know, in different ways and in different things that we do in the world. I talked about that in a couple of episodes ago. When we perceive the world and everything in it as real, we will identify with our bodies as who we are. We will believe that we have feelings that can be hurt. We will feel vulnerable, of course. We will feel that what others say or don't say to us or the way we are treated by others is responsible for whether we're happy or sad or feel worthy or unworthy, loved, valued, etc. And this reinforces the misperception that we're victims of the world. That misperception that stems from the ego's thought system of separation. We will see ourselves as literally products of our environment, believing that our peace of mind, happiness, the level of fulfillment, and the very quality of our lives itself depend on what we experience and what takes place in our lives and in the world. The course in miracles approach and treatment of the world presents an opposite, liberating, and empowering perspective, which is that you're not a victim of the world you see. It states so clearly in the title of Workbook Lesson 31, a most liberating lesson, actually, and that you're never victimized by anything or anyone you encounter or experience in any way, regardless of the form or the nature of what you encounter or experience. And this is simply because the framework of ideas that give rise to the course's perspective is a framework of ideas that will lead you to have an experience of being empowered instead of vulnerable and victimized. Resting on the idea that it's the thought system you hold that determines your perception, the course's thought system is the Holy Spirit's thought system that says the separation never happened. And it gives rise to a perception that is directly opposite from that of the egos of who you are, where you are, what is taking place in and as your life and in the world, how you are to respond to what is taking place, and why you need to respond in that way. The framework of ideas that define the Holy Spirit's thought system are as follows. 
One, what I am is an idea. Two, where I am is in the mind. Three, all that is ever, only, and always taking place is my experiencing the ideas in the mind in different forms. Four, all I need do in every instance is recognize and acknowledge this as the truth of what is taking place. And in so doing, know that I am never affected by anything that happens or that appears to be outside me, apart from me, or independent of me. And five, this is the only way I need to respond so that I remember the truth of what I am and as a result, experience the peace of mind, safety, and happiness, regardless of what seems to be taking place or showing up in my life and in the world, because I will be experiencing the idea in my mind. So grasping the course's concept of the world as an illusion and you know how we end the challenge as course students of how to relate and respond to what takes place in the world from the awareness that it's an illusion without avoiding, dismissing, or denying what you're seeing and feeling and experiencing requires that you always be aware that from the perspective of the course, everything is an idea, right? That regardless of the form in which anything appears or the form of the feeling you're having or experiencing, it is only the reflection or projection of an idea in your mind. Because when the Course talks about the world, it's not referring to planet Earth. Given that everything is an idea, the world, just like everything else in the Course, is also an idea. The world is the idea of something that is separate, separated out and exists or is apart from the whole or from something that is whole operates according to its own rules and laws, and is defined by limits and boundaries. Again, making it separate. So in this instance, the world, by this definition, includes or refers to the entire cosmic universe. The seemingly infinite number of planets and constellations and galaxies upon galaxies, which includes planet Earth, in which we believe, that we believe exist, first of all, and in which we believe we live, we are a part, and that we are also governed and limited and bounded by the laws of this universe. Then you'll realize that regardless of what appears to be taking place in the personal world of your body, your emotions, the body of your fears, or the world at large, all of which, by the way, remember, we see as separate things. You know, my body of affairs, my body is separate from your body. My emotions are separate from what's going on in my physical body. My body of affairs is separate from somebody else's body of affairs. And we're separate from what goes on in the world. We'll realize that what matters is not what happens but how you look at it that determines the way you will feel about it, experience it, and if and in what way you'll be affected by any of it, anything that happens or that you experience. There will be no need to feel fearful, threatened, or victimized by anything that takes place in the world because, again, neither the world nor the body that you believe is you 
that you think is living in this world is real. It's the reflection of an idea. And all that is ever taking place is the playing out or your experiencing the idea of you as a separated self that's in your mind in its truest form. The body that you think that is you, just like the world you see in which you think you are, are projections of ideas in the mind. They have no substance or power in and of themselves. They can do nothing, cause nothing, or nor can they have any effect in any way. And this is why one of the Course's most central teachings with regards to showing us how to experience miracles instead of misery, that is, having a sense of peace, safety, and healing as we go about our lives in the world, regardless of what shows up, is that we seek not to change the world, but choose to change your mind about the world. The world, you see, from the perspective of a course, is not a place, but simply an idea in the mind. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Understanding the Language of A Course in Miracles podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or found it helpful, please leave me a review on iTunes so that others can hear about it, enjoy it, and find it helpful also. And do subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Have a great week, and see you on the podcast next Wednesday.